0: Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of I'm Running. Better to host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We're gonna have a great show for you today, as usual. It seems like we have somebody that's usually not early, very early today. And who would that be? Peggy Lopez. She says, "I'm early. I will get to see the show beginning to end." Hi, y'all. <clears throat> of course, we have Bruce Pollard. He says, "If we are going to reduce our fossil fuel use to an acceptable level." We are going to have to make some tough compromises. And that is one thing, Bruce, that we hate telling our American brethren. That somehow, somehow, you said there's something wrong with the volume? Volume? Need better volume? Okay, let's see if we can turn, you know, I can put more gain on. But when I have a tendency to put a lot of gain on, there are quite a few issues. So tell me, folks, if you want me to put more gain on on to this to increase the volume level, we'd be most likely to oblige. So let me know. Okay, anyway, Peggy Lopez, Peggy Lopez, Peggy Lopez, welcome aboard. I uh, guess who, who else came in? First chat message says, good afternoon, PDR Posse from Yvette Avery Herod, our union specialist, or union activist. That's the right kind of thing. Uh, yeah, we've been having some issues with these, with some of the mics, and you know what? Uh, we have Alistair Waters, hello Alistair, how are you doing, welcome aboard, great to see you here. Um, anyhow, let's see, let's see, what we need is, uh, remember Bruce, we don't have the best acoustics, we don't have the, uh, and all that good stuff, so we have to get things removed. Tiala Wilson, why do we always separate big format and government like they are dictated by the same people? Um, You know, there is some merit to what you just said there, um, you know, Tiala. And that is really that the pharma company... I tell you what, let's get into that afterwards. Let's go ahead and start with uh, Brother Rudnin's messages. It says, New York Attorney General outlines pattern of possible fraud at Trump business. The Attorney General Letitia James released new details of her investigation as she argued for the need to question Donald J. Trump and two of his children under oath. Trump and his business organizations have been running a criminal enterprise for decades. He's likely to be charged with multiple financial crimes, including but not limited to tax evasion, bank fraud, charity fraud, insurance fraud, wage theft, money laundering, bribery, ties to organized crime, and and enterprise corruption, you name it, he's done it. If Trump ever has to testify under oath during a criminal trial, he's done Trump can't help but lie and perjure himself. Bernie Sanders suggests he may support primary challengers against Manchin and Sinema. (laughs) Absolutely so. They must go. Progressive Vermont Senator believes there's a very good chance Democrats will face challenges over their filibuster stance. That's great, but Manchin and Sinema next election isn't until 2026. There's got to be a way to get them out earlier than that. We won't. What we have to do in 2022 is we have... Look, the map for 2022 for Senators look wonderfully well for Democrats. You're not going to hear a lot of people say it, but here's the deal. It is. It is. Definitely so. It is definitely so that you can actually get it done uh, in 2022. We can keep the House, and we can also win more senators. I, and I, Before I move on to the next statement, I want to, since I mentioned that, one of the things that the media is trying to inculcate into your minds is that the 2022 election is a foregone conclusion. That somehow, Repub- that Republicans just have it in the bag. You know, it's an off-year election, and only two times in the last 40 years or so did the party who held the presidential, uh, uh, presidential the White House, hold on to the house. But there were two times that it didn't, under Clinton and under Bush, right? And they talk about it it being difficult times, interesting times, and these are those times. These are the times that we don't put our government in the hands of charlatans. These are the times that we don't put our government in the hands of those who would do us harm. These are the times we don't put our government into the hands of fascists, anarchists, and all the other negative-ist, the corporatist. Well, we, we kind of have it now, but not as bad, right? But what we have to do is don't buy into that narrative that somehow it's a foregone conclusion. And what we have to do is make sure and do each of us. If each of us do our part, geometric progression wins 2022, meaning it starts with you. And you, in, you 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 enlighten 10 people and teach them how to enlighten 10 others. And you see how quickly geometric progression works. That's what I'm talking about. They don't expect you to do that. They expect you to stay home, listen to the mainstream news, and I'm going to play you a, an ad that I saw that really boiled me. But we'll go ahead and take it thereafter. All right. Michael Rudin says, Deadly hemorrhagic disease that kills 80% of rabbits spread across U.S. Rabbit hemorrhagic disease does not affect human. Health, but is, slightly, is highly infectious and frequently fatal to both wild and domestic rabbits. With a fatality rate of 90%, concerned pet owners should contact their vets about the use of a vaccine that has been approved by the U.S. Department of Agriculture as if we... Another viral outbreak to worry about as if we need. I think you missed a word right there, Redman. All right. one hundred. Oh, you saw that article that I am actually putting out there. 100 plus... Ultra Rich People Warn Fellow Elites. I'm not going to read that because I'm covering that in the show today. And the other one says, Egberto, I hope you read the last long one out in full. Over 450 scientists' letters to advertising agencies. Drop fossil fuel clients as scientists. Who study and communicate the realities of climate change we are consistently faced with a major and needless challenge overcoming advertising and pr efforts by fossil fuel companies that seek to obfuscate or downplay our data and the risk posed by the climate crisis in fact these misinformation campaigns represent one of the biggest barriers to the governmental action science shows is necessary to mitigate the ongoing climate emergency the science could not be more clear we must eliminate carbon pollution as soon as possible Nearly fifty percent, fifty percent, this decade, and fully by 250, 2050. That requires an immediate and rapid transition away from the all fossil fuel. Coal, oil, gas, and electricity companies must immediately, on this, unreservedly, begin a transition to a zero carbon future. If PR and advertising agencies went to want to be a part of the solution, instead of continuing to exacerbate the problem, instead of ex- exacerbate the problem. Uh, climate emergency, they should drop all fossil fuel clients that plan to expand their production of oil and gas and work with all fossil fuel companies and trade groups that perpetuate climate deception, cease all work that hinders climate legislation, and instead focus on uplifting the true climate solutions that are already available and must be rapidly implemented at at scale. To put it simply, advertising and public relations... Uh, campaigns for fossil fuels must stop in effect they are clear and present danger and I'm going to show sort of a similar thing with an ad that I saw on TV today I was watching the news today and it just came across that told my daughter hey I, hey 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 rewind that we got to see that again because it is a type of advertising that isn't in your face but but molds you if you take a look at what our good friend here on 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 our Facebook Eric if you look at how confused, well, but he doesn't think he is. But the way he thinks about the economy, the way he thinks about debt, the way he thinks about all these things, they are exact. They are directly proportional to the messaging that comes out when people talk about debt, as if U.S. debt is the same as a person, a, a regular average American's debt. It is not. They talk about money as if money means the same thing to the government as it means to the individual. It does not. They talk about all these issues in simplistic, naive terms that make no sense where a government is concerned. Yet, that's what we have to deal with. And they're effective, and I'm going to show you an ad, in fact, in a little bit where we do that. But let me go to the questions first or the statements first, and I'm going to play that ad, then we'll move on from there. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, Let's see what we got here. I uh, got Tiala already. E- Eric Hayes says, "Question: Where is the oversight on the trillions ahead already spent on where it has gone? How much is left over, and did the money go uh, to its intended place?" Ah, uh, there are people to do that, and I imagine they will do that. Uh, now you can actually, you you just you just raise a question as well. Fine. Before we give out more money, we should have an accounting of that what has been spent. Okay, so let's let's take your. Let's take your pro-life position, which seems to be completely against humanity, so it's not really pro-life. But here it goes. First of all, are you really saying that babies that need milk right now should die until we take into account how all this money was spent and wasted? Do you know who wastes the most money in this country right now? The Defense Department. With all those monies that are going over to Iraq right now, going over to all these other bases on the United States, just because instead of having our military people do it, we have some private contractors do it at 10 times the cost that it normally would. And when I say 10 times, I'm not exaggerating at all. Did you know that? That is where the waste is in our country. Military. So that's, when you talk about accounting for money, the first time we need to account for money is how much of that defense industrial uh, money is actually being, where it's actually being spent. Because that, if you want to get to the bulk of what's wasted in this country, go to that market. As far as the individual welfare recipient or social, that's peanuts. That is peanuts. They like to use that as an example. They show you somebody buying steaks with food stamps. That's the exception. Most people with food stamps that have five kids that they have to take care of are going to go try to find that ground beef that they can put a little bit of breadcrumbs and stuff to stretch it in there. But you know, that's not what they want you to see. They want you to see the very few that's abusing the system and the people that are really abusing our system, the plutocracy, those people that rob us blind. We invent and they take those are the peoples who you protect, you think you have to treat them with kit gloves. Come on now, what are your thoughts? Another one from Eric, What are your thoughts on the left leaning billionaire as he cares nothing about humanity to say this uh you go look, I am not going to pull up all these links uh, If you notice what Rudman does is he gives a link, but he also gives an excerpt of the item you want to discuss. so if you want me to talk about it. Put the relevant piece that you want me to talk about, my dear brother Eric, and I'll talk about it. Okay. Bruce has just seemed different today, but good to hear you. Thank you, brother. Go after Clinton. You will find the same thing. So in the world, I don't... Look, I, you guys are obsessed with Clinton. I'm not. Michael Rodney said, Egberto, Mansion and Cinema's next election isn't until 2026. I wish we could primary them in 2020. We can't. We can only work with what we can work with. And what we can work with is in 2022 is bringing in another three or four senators, which we are quite capable of doing based on how the map is laid out. And based on where the evil of, uh, of uh, two senators per state, we can still win that one. So let's get busy and get that done. Uh, let's see. Here, every case here in America, you can get pain needs anywhere like candy, but not monoclonal antibodies because of Biden. Again, that's a very silly statement, if you if you want to be frank, uh, Eric, because whereas uh, painkillers are very much manufactured in bulk, these monoclonals were never scaled up to be built, uh, you know, to build in mass. And now that that we have a reason for them, it takes time to build that up. So I think it's 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 a right wing play statement, but it's a a, a, a statement based on naivete. Let's see. Sorry if the pandemic keeps you in this bad news for Dems and Biden in November. Oh no, actually the pandemic. You know what Biden did is because Biden didn't want to really blame folks. It's it's ridiculous. What I would do is I would go ahead and say I am cleaning up Republicans' mess, like Democrats always have to do. I would actually put I am cleaning up Republican politicians' mess because my Republican friends are good people. But the Republican politicians are evil. They some uh, they're so evil they are able to convince you to vote for them, on evil premises. It's amazing how good they are. All right, let's see now. Bruce Pollard said, "Just use rabbit." I ever it? Come on, behave yourself, man. Behave yourself. Bruce says, "How much CO2 does choosing an impossible whopper save?" I don't know if it. I you know the truth is I don't know because. I don't know what the manufacturing process for the Impossible Whopper is, but I do know that if, uh, there, there's some calculation they've made for a pound of beef, how much water and food it takes. You'd have to then compare that, that energy footprint of a pound of beef to that, and I don't know what that is. Uh, I'm pretty sure Michael Rudnan is going to go hunt for that answer, and I bet by the end of the show we'll have it. All right, um, let's see what we got here. Journalists layer different colors of narratives. Equal colors of subjective narrative and ignorant narrative. U.S. supports of news that cause us feelings joyful, sorrowful. (laughs) News shouldn't be judged based on whether it makes you angry or not. News should just be that. News. And that's what we try to do. News, right? All right, let's see. Eric Hayes says $800 not yet spent. And why not use that? Where did all that COVID monies go? Again, you have to start listening to your sources. Those monies are not spent, but they are already allotted. They're not going to throw it all into the economy. In fact, if you throw it all into the economy without there being enough supply for the demand, that is the definition of inflation. Right now, inflation is caused by greed, but that could actually be demand-side inflation, and that's what we don't want, demand-side inflation. All right. Bruce Potter says, military uses way too much fossil fuel too. Agreed. Uh, take a look at those uh, aircraft carriers that are nuclear, and see how much fuel they use for the planes on them. It's 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 a mess. All right, Michael Rundin says, "Have you ever taken a look at the discretionary spending in this country year by year? We are inevitably wasting over half on the military, which is shameful. It is shameful. All right, uh, let's see. Michael Rundin also says, "Have you ever taken a look at? Oh, you you posted that already." that COVID will go the same place the budget but not spent money goes that COVID money I'm not sure what that says Bruce you may want to elaborate let's see that COVID money that COVID money will go the same place the budgeted but not spent money goes I got you man I got you exactly exactly All right. let's see what else we got here Bruce also said Eric they could they could cut fossil fuel by two and not run a risk a risk for our safety that's very true all right. Hi, everyone. Welcome aboard, Rose. Great to see you. E2247, great to see you as well. Melanie Keelan says, I'm here and you're welcome right here. Melanie, great to see you as well. Para ver quien más está aquí. Para ver quien más está aquí. Who else is here? The pandemic got Biden in office, right? <laughs> no. Actually, I would I would say that is Donald Trump got Biden in office. Donald Trump was so bad, so bad. There are some special attributes that Brother Biden had that made him likely to have won the race. So, that's what I think it is. But, hey, who am I? All right, Bruce says, The saving is probably a small fraction of the total cost of eatership. Norman Reynolds says, I'm here. Norman, yeah, these little bumps here, man, are... For Christmas, I got a new shaver and am breaking it in. And in the process of breaking it in, it is breaking me out. So it won't last forever. I think it'll have another two weeks. I should be used to that new razor and the amount of ingrown hairs, all that good stuff. And then that'll be taken care of. Tuala Wilson says, Fear got Biden in office. Girl, you're absolutely right. Okay, here's what I want to show you I want to show you an ad. This is an important ad because it is not threatening, it sounds good, it seems to make sense, all of those things all at once, but it's an evil ad and it's an ad, one of those that causes people to vote against their own interests. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side.
1: Today, vaccines and
0: antivirals are helping fight the pandemic. In America's biopharmaceutical industry, acted fast after investing billions over years to achieve breakthroughs. But now, Congress is threatening legislation that will devastate private industry's ability to fund treatments just like these. What's at stake isn't corporate profits, it's public preparedness. Tell Congress to oppose legislation that would harm our ability to fight pandemics, paid for by Coalition to Protect Access. That is a powerful ad similar to one that they did with, with with an older white woman. This one they did with a black woman with her child. And the other one, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I did see an older uh, person in there as well. But then, the message, did no, notice how, how they, they, they tell the message. It's, it's one of those catch-all drug uh, advertising because what it is saying is, don't mess with trying to adjust drug prices or doing anything with drugs just go ahead and say no. And the idea is to build up the American people into believing that anything the federal government does to regulate or change pricing on, on drugs or to regulate the big pharma industry, that somehow you're it's going to hurt you. You are going to pay for it because now you're going to die. And that beautiful child that you are out there playing with, That beautiful child might die. You might die. Because the government is becoming involved with the private sector and stopping them from developing drugs that they otherwise would develop. It's the biggest myth possible. Let me be clear. And I want you to take this to the bank. Big Format does not take serious risks. You do. You are the ones who invest in universities who get the initial stages of viable drugs started. If it's not universities, there are generally grants from the NIH and other governmental agencies to fund and to fund research. And after the viability of these drugs have been established, we're not saying that it's going to go to market, but it's established. That's the biggest hurdle of development there is. You get to the stage where it can be placed into a human being. Then these drug and big pharma companies buy a patent, own a patent, pay the school, pay whatever, or what, do whatever, and, and start to build on that drug. Do they invest billions in it? Yes, they do. But they make billions later, orders of magnitude greater. That's what they do. They take americans money and then develop a drug and then charge you an an inordinate price for it again so you pay for these drugs twice and what they're saying is now that the government wants to regulate their ability to pill for you somehow that's going to stop development to which i say no let's go ahead and pass the laws and if these guys stop developing drugs we can then the government can start developing the drugs because guess what if you take a look at the drugs that's been developed, it's all by government. Okay? So don't be fooled into the private, the magnanimosity of the private sector somehow is going to bring good drugs to market. They don't bring good drugs to market unless they figure they can make billions on it. That's why it took so long to get any kind of sickle cell drug out. Any disease that affects a small amount of people or that, that don't affect the majority population, ah, maybe... Maybe you give us a big grant that we can make some money and then charge it in order to, Look, it's important, folks. Don't fall for it. Those ads are dangerous for the uninformed. And it really is one of the ads that are responsible for many people voting against their interests and or allowing senators to get by when they say, we cannot regulate Big pharma because uh, where will the good drugs come from? You know where the good drugs come from? Your investment in universities. Your investment in taxes that goes to the NIH, etc. So please, please, don't be fooled by these lies and misinformation from Big pharma. Okay, let me get back to you guys now. Uh, para ver que mas tenemos que hacer. Okay, okay, Norman's here. Tiala Wilson said, Sphere got bid in office. I, I said that before. Um, Michael Rundin to Bruce says, Bruce, our nation has somewhere between 700 and 1,100 overseas military bases. The actual number is unknown. Yeah, that's because we have black ops sites. That uh, that we are engaging in modern day colonial imperialism. That's doubling the military budget. Exactamente correcto. Eric Hayes also says bonds kill a local girl, getting shot 22 times by a guy that is out on low bond hours after he killed her as she walked her dog. Okay. That is horrendous and terrible. How is that a part of this discussion? But you know, if you really want to solve the crime problem, it's not only, first of all, we have to know who to keep in jail, but we also have to know that we have to invest in communities. You know, our violence is a direct responsibility of socioeconomic conditions most of the times. Notice I said most of the times, but not all of the times, because the psychopaths that control. Uh, that, that that gets us into war Many of them had great upbringings, But they don't have problems killing hundreds of thousands of people The psychopaths that created drugs And then market them to kill a whole lot of people Guess what? Most of them are rich And they didn't grow up with any real socioeconomic problems But they're psychopaths They're killing people But you know, in America we don't know how to do that, right? We get that, that common thug that comes out with a gun And he robs a store and he shoots up somebody Or he steals or he steals a candy bar or something And we want to throw the book at them And we should throw the book at somebody Who harms another human being We should do that But how come the Sacklers Who killed over 50,000 people per year With their drugs That they knew all of the times Would kill people Oh, they go to cocktail parties and they're just fine. And as much as their drugs are killing a lot of people. What about Smith & Wesson? What about all the gun companies that create these guns that are used indiscriminately to kill? Oh, guns don't kill people. People kill people, right? Yeah. But you know, they are the ones making the weapon. What about, you know, what about those guys who decided to invade other countries on false pretenses? Aren't they killers as well? and in fact, worse killers than the common thief. You see, we have learned not to do, what is the magical word again? Critical thinking. You have a lot of money, and you create a product that kills. You're not a killer. You have a lot of money, and you create policies that kill. I could say that the inner city problem is a direct responsibility of the rich. You want me to see how I can make that connection? Here's the connection. Because we constantly force politicians with, uh, let, let me not say force, because we constantly pay politicians not to tax us. There's not enough monies in the coffers so that for those, or those people who need investments in education and others don't get it. And as a society should be provided to, which is shown in, let's say, places like Finland and Switzerland and Sweden, etc. Because we don't do that, we have higher crime rates in these areas than anywhere else, okay so the direct responsibility of our draconian way of thinking that somehow me 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 everything is mine it's mine even though that millionaire really depends on everybody else that billionaire did depend on everybody else he didn't earn that he depended on everybody else he depended on you you know they they make you to believe that oh uh, they are so special because they have money. Most of them with money are not special. They are special. They're psychopaths. They're psychopaths. How much money do you need? And how, how can you be so objecting to giving money to build schools and all these other things? I'm not talking about giving money to some bum on the street. I'm talking about, hey, there's so much money that we could be building educational centers. You know what is so ironic? If you took, if you took half of what all our billionaires have right now, we could build schools and all these things and educate so many people and have so much more of an advanced society. A society that creates more robots and all these things. So that instead of having a 40 hour work week, we may have a 10 or 15 hour work week. And in having a 10 and 15 hour work week, those people who believe in the family and those people who believe in family values guess what? You get so much more time to spend with your families, right? Because you only have to work 10 or 15 hours a week. And you spend the rest of the times with your families or doing things that you like gardening there is so much we could do if we had an economic platform an economic system that was not designed to keep most as indentured servants or or or, or, uh, or what I call antiseptic slaves but we don't and the reason we don't is that we have so many people defending a system that's screwing the same people defending it? This is not like um, you know people say, "Oh, that's extreme." No, what is extreme is what they're doing to you. You know, they they, they try to create new definitions. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is extreme because she wants basic income. That's not the extreme position. The extreme position is that one person can take the excess labor, the extra work of millions of people and pocket it into his own bank account. How is that not the extreme thing, people? You see what I talk about critical thinking? How they make you believe that you are the one that is somehow crazy or extreme for just having the, the gall to think logically. To think logically. That's all. That's all. Thinking logically is all by design. Norman Reynolds says, uh, there is a similar one about the tech. Yes, there is, Rose. And yeah, Rose says that was total BS. The, the ad, that is. Uh, Norman Reynolds says, ad design to forget that we invested in research and not private former institutes. Exactly. Eric says, how about getting Biden to leave the Ah, monoc- uh, that, That's n- not worth it. Uh, Bruce says, insulin costs is proof that the US is the worst villain. Exactly. Insulin developed by the government... Out a patent for a very long time, and all the all the big pharma does is reformulate it, let it go into the bloodstream a little bit slower, seventeen year patent, let it go into the, the the bloodstream a little bit longer, another seventeen year patent, and then we can call we can charge anything for it. But you know, most people the problem is most people don't understand that. And what we do here at Politics Done Right, my brothers and sisters, is we try to we try to break these things down so that you can have even if you don't quite accept what i'm saying right now it is a part of your database in your brain that the next time somebody says something you can put it against what i've said here and see how it computes like the biggest thing i said it is you know they don't want basic income in other words the government saying If you don't have a certain level of income that allows you to have basic housing, not a mansion, basic housing, food, and necessary clothing, that you will be bumped up to allow that. Because we are the ones who created the economic system. If you're working and you can't get there, there, then there's something wrong there and we mitigate for that. That... We correct what what I, you know and when we were in my engineering terms, we had this term called um, steady-state error. You could always come up when, when you when you have an equation on a damping relationship within you know you have a damper spring damper relation uh, in, in a mechanism, if you notice it just keeps oscillating until well friction usually dampens that out, but there are certain build, there are certain devices that will actually generate because there's energy always being input into it, generate what we call a standard uh, standard error, always oscillating. Well, our economic system has a standard error. It creates a lot of poor people. That's just by design, right? And, I, I, there's, and, and the way to mitigate it is to stop calling it capitalism, make it free enterprise, apply the right amount of taxes, right? And then for those people who simply can't make it in the system, have a way because we are humane people to mitigate that all of this can work well and and of course we have a great educational system that also makes people know that in america the a good citizen goes to work and eventually we'll get it down to 15 hours a week because uh, everybody's going to be educated well in, in my utopia that is in my how to make america utopia remember my book you know it's about time for me to do that Actually, let me do that and then we'll go ahead and continue with the program. I forgot about it and you know I made that video, so I'll play that video for those who haven't yet seen it i Willis, as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Networks KPFT 90.1 FM Houston that engages all ideologies. I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, as I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom to describe the entire economy in a manner we can all understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book. Title, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors. Take it to the next level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It, gives us a place to land. After learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side, we point out what would make an economy that works for all. Each book stands on its own, but together they provide the full picture. Please consider getting one or more. You will undoubtedly learn, be entertained, and help us continue the mission with our blogs, articles, videos, and books. I'm Igberto Willis, as host of Politics All right, I that that is that is a new promo that I made for my books. Now, anyhow folks um please go ahead and uh, get the books if you can. I'll put the link right here: politicsunright.com/books. politicsunright.com Slash books. You can also support our show by going to uh, either clicking that join on YouTube. If you click that join on YouTube right now, guess what? You will become a part. You know that's one of the ways of becoming a part of our PDR posse. Alternatively, you can become a patron. And how do you become a patron? You go to politicsdonright.com slash Patreon, politicsdonright.com slash Patreon. So again, you can go to politicsdonright.com slash YouTube to become a part of our YouTube posse. You can uh, go to politicsdonright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, politicsdonright.com slash Patreon. Alternatively, support us on PayPal, please. politicsdonright.com slash PayPal, politicsdonright.com slash PayPal. Uh, You can either go one time or many times, however many times you want. Now, uh we have a catch-all area to support, and that is politicsandrightcom slash support. politicsandright.com/support. slash support. Okay, back to the show. Actually, I'm going to do this as well as a standalone video so that I can get it down. I got my book's promo down to 1 minute and 20 seconds. I'm going to get this this other promo down to where, where I'm asking to, to help uh, support the program to a, a fixed amount of time as well so that we can move in a... Sort of a more smooth manner, if you will. Okay, let's get back to my peeps. Let's get back to my peeps and find where we are. Let's see. I'm getting back up there. Egberto, what about the cartels and stopping them with our border patrol? Oh, no, we can't do that. They're too busy with other stuff. Wow. <laughs> Eric, you're all over the place. Sometimes you make me wonder. All right. Um, right. Let's see. More, uh, Norman Reynolds says Private sector Pilfer equal Price and power Abuse Exactamente That is absolutely So Eric Hayes says Victims rights Over criminal rights Human rights What a thought Hmm I don't I don't know Who complains about that Eric Hayes says Cartels killing our kids And homeless Really mm, Wow I actually think if you want to see who our biggest killers are, look for the people in suits. But, you know, you've been taught not to. But that's who kills us. Rose Williams says, but guns kill people much more effectively. (laughs) I know, Rose. That is so true. Rose also says, Eric, I have a feeling that this bond issue you keep on bringing up is more of a local or state problem. It is. I'm not seeing it nationwide. Exactly. Look, we, we have some crazy laws here in Texas. We're one of the strangest states. you know. It, we, we are not governed by science. We're not governed by logic. We're governed by the whim of a party who finds the best way to... Uh, in effect, they're grifters. Republicans in, in Texas are all... The Republican politicians in Texas, they're all grifters. We have, <laughs> we have an attorney general that has been under indictment since he's been in office for ripping people off with the stock market, etc. So, I mean, it, this is a... This is a crazy state. That's all I can say. It's a crazy state. Uh, Norman Reynolds says, Since we are pro-free speech, can we as a government create enforceable rules on social networks that back charges or regulate liars and disingenuous politi- political entrepreneurs using state level laws to misuse social uh, networks? I think we should start doing that. All right. Eric Hayes says, Replying to Rose... Uh, no, that's I'm not going to say that. Let's go to ABQ and Norman. Norman, those are... Those on the right don't do nuance. They, they'd see any infringement on social media as an attack on free speech. They want to continue lying without consequence. But you know, that is not completely true, ABQ. Because they want people, when the, when the left put statements on, on the internet, they want it taken down. They want to do something about it. So they, always, they, they want free speech for themselves, just not for others. Michael Rodman says, like, Berto, how many poor people do we have? 140 million, that sounds like around 40% of our population who are currently struggling financially. And what I read, and, and look it up for me, Rudnin. what I read was that um, 80% of Americans, if they come up with a $400 bill, it would put them in dire straits. I think it was 80% of Americans. So think about this, 20% doing very well, but 20% is a lot of people, 60 something million, right? So check it out for me. I think if 80% had a $400 expense for that month, it'll put their personal economy in trouble. I I, I could be off by a bit, but check it out for me. Eric Hayes says, thankfully, at least in Virginia, this kind of thing will stop and hopefully cascade to other states. Well, I am right next to Virginia right now as I'm here in DC. Uh, the, The guy is not having a warm welcome with some of the things he's trying and I don't think it's likely to get any warmer. Carmen Sonia Santiago, como estas? Thank you for this information. She says, um, let's see what else we got here. Let's see what we got here. Norman Reynolds, Bruce, I understand that the right willfully has ignored nuance in the past if it comes from the left, but is there an opening so the U.S. can have the message of regulating lies that kill or destroy their own values come from them? Yes. Yes, we just have to do it. And isn't that what we do here? Not officially, but that's what we try. Peggy Lopez has been reading stories about wonderful philanthropy of the mega-rich. Their gift is nothing more than a way to lower their tax base and lessen financing of, for schools and human needs of Americans. You know, that is so, that is so, so true. It, it, it's one of the biggest scams and tricks that you can think of, right? They get a chance to lower their, their stuff and somehow come across looking magnanimous. Norman said, should I relay wait Norman? Should I relay that comment of to FB? Yes, you should. Twitch to FB doesn't have a direct bot. Didn't know that. Didn't realize that. But anyway, folks, let me go ahead and give you my last video of the day, and then we'll then take it on the other side.
1: So let me be clear. When states are engaging in lawless voter suppression. Only the law can stop them. Senator Sinema and Manchin also say if they, if the bill doesn't get bipartisan support, it shouldn't pass. Well, the 14th Amendment, which granted citizenships to slaves in 1868, that didn't have bipartisan support. Should formerly enslaved people have been denied citizenship, Senator Cinema. The 15th Amendment that gave formerly enslaved people the right to vote in 1870. That didn't have bipartisan support. Should former slaves have been denied the right to vote, Senator Manchin? In 1922, 23, and 24, some senators filibustered an anti-lynching bill that had passed in the House. Would Senator Manchin and Senator Sinema have supported blocking those bills, too? I'm just applying their logic here, ensuring that it's not logical at all. To them, the filibuster is sacred, except for when it's not. In 2010, Senator Sinema supported the idea of using reconciliation to get around the filibuster and pass health care reform. Just last month, they both supported an exception to the filibuster to raise the debt ceiling. But they draw the line at protecting the rights of millions of voters. History will not remember them kind. So no matter what happens tomorrow, we must keep the pressure on and say no more empty words. Don't tell us what you believe in. Show us with your votes. History will be watching what happens tomorrow. Black and brown Americans will be watching what happens tomorrow. In 50 years, students will read about what happens tomorrow and know whether our leaders had the integrity to do the right thing. Mr. President, Senators, Senators Manchin, Senator Sinema, members of the Senate, pass the Freedom to Vote John R. R. Lewis Act now. If you can deliver an infrastructure bill for bridges, you can deliver voting rights for Americans. If you do not, there's no bridge in this nation that can hold the weight of that failure.
0: There is no bill, no bridge in that nation that can hold a failure. Well, in that video, or in this video, what uh, MLK III, Martin Luther King III is saying, it's, it's pretty simple. Whenever you think something is important for the wealthy, Whenever you think something is important for the rich, whenever you think something is important for those quote-unquote who matters, oh, you find a way around it to do it. But if, it, if it's from, for anybody else, if it's for people that you think are not worthy, again, that video from MLK says it all. But I wish he got, he got or went a bit further. He should have said, It is clear to me that neither Joe Manchin or Kirsten Sinema cares anything about those people for which the system has maligned, not for years, not for decades, but for centuries. He should remind them that the states that they're from have history, He should remind them that the people in those states that they represent, especially in Arizona, that in those states, the people that you're trying to disenfranchise are the ones who are growing. And by the way, it's going to take a whole lot of people down who would have otherwise voted for you. Anyhow, folks, let me get back to the messages uh, let me get back to the message here. Joe Manchin counter programming, let, let's see what it says. Joe Manchin counter programming Joe Biden's White House press conference. Oh, wait a minute. Are you telling me that Joe Manchin is, is, uh, is giving a press? Right now, Joe, uh, uh, Biden is on giving a press conference. Is Joe Manchin doing the same as well? If that is what he's doing, it's almost like the mirror image of what cinema did when uh, Biden was going to the Senate having her go on the Senate floor and say, don't even come here because I'm not changing my mind. Okay. Uh, Michael Rodin says, Egberto, just 39% of Americans could pay for a $1,000 emergency expense. That means 61% of Americans could not pay. 61% of Americans could not pay for a thousand dollar expense if it showed up. Thank you for looking that up for me um uh Michael there's a time it was there was a four hundred dollars that may be an old day piece of data that I came from but think about that it's so in, in, in our system it's so easy you go to one of those health emergency health care places right now there are some of them that will look at your insurance and say oh your deductible is fifteen hundred dollars and you haven't met it yet in order for us to serve it serve you you're gonna to have to pay it all at once. Come on, that this is evil, man. This is really, really evil. Rose Williams says, "Let's see." Rose says, "Right now on C-SPAN, Joe Manchin is counter-programming." No, that's E two two four seven says, "Right now on C-SPAN, Joe Manchin." Oh, S-SPAN. What is S-SPAN? I think it means C-SPAN, right? It's count is uh, counter-programming Joe Biden. That is a shame. That's a shame. Michael Ronan says, Kirsten Cinema has been completely hypocritical, as if she flipped since getting into the D.C. office. Kristen Cinema used to be a firebrand progressive. Now she's utterly corrupt. She was actually from the Green Party. Think about it. She is from the Green Party. Uh, Eric Hayes, yes, I said 400 and not 1,000. And I also said 80%, not 61%. As Notice I said when I made the statement I thought... And then I, I said, I'm pretty sure Rudnin would have the answer by the end of the show. And Rudnin came up with the answer. He went ahead and did the necessary search to corroborate what, the, the intent of what we're trying to say. And what did I do? I corrected it and said, wow, it is 61% of people who couldn't have a $1,000 expense. And that is horrendous. That is horrendous. $1,000 is not a lot of money. $1,000 is not a lot of money. We should be ashamed of ourselves. We should be ashamed of ourselves. Anyhow, folks, those are the only two videos I had, so all the, the rest of the seven minutes is all about whatever you put on the screen. Rose says, we can make voting more simple and secure, have everyone in the nation, 17 and older, file a state and national tax form, whether they owe money or not. These forms are signed by the citizens paying taxes each year in return. Each citizen should get a certificate back entitling them to vote as well as a copy of their signature. Take the certificate and signature to the polls. Sign the polls. Have signature compared. Wow, you know something? That is too easy for uh, the Republican politicians who want to cheat. Remember, what you just did, Rose, opens up the vote. They don't want that. They don't want that. But I love that idea. All right. Uh, Michael says the other answer, not sure if it was red. repeating, the carbon footprint of an impossible burger is point. I didn't see that one. is uh, the, let's see where it was it? I didn't see that one, is 0.75 kilograms of CO2 per burger. The greenhouse gas emission of an impossible burger, or 13 times lower than a beef burger. Thank you for finding that information. Tiola Wilson says, some people don't file taxes because they don't make enough. And that's why Rose said, uh, whether you owe taxes or not, you simply file a sort of an idea, I guess. Uh, of course, that's exactly what um, <laughs> the Republicans would say. That's a form of national ID, so we can't do that. You know, that's what they're going to do. Uh, Taxation without representation is tyranny. We did fight a war for this. So what about my brothers and sisters right here in D.C.? Right? Twala Wilson, for a few years, count me among that number. <laughs> okay, Eric says, What are your thoughts on this left-leaning billionaire as he cares nothing about humanity? Like I said, uh, let's see, it says, he said the million people locked up in China is below the line of his thoughts, and who really cares, basically? Um, if, he, if he said it in that fashion... I'll be concerned about his thoughts on humanity. But I don't know. I'll have to read the article, and I'm sure can't read the article right now. But you could have put a relevant piece in the in the feed if you wanted to. Uh, Peggy, like like Rudnan does all the time. Peggy Lopez says, a Princeton University study found that public opinion has near zero impact on U.S. law, but money and lobbying does. Corruption is legal in America. And that is true. I saw that, and I actually, Peggy, I placed that... On our uh, screen once before. Several, several months ago. And there's an answer. Vote. And it's, it, it's about voting, the, not voting the money, right? Vote for the guy that don't have the money. Or doesn't have the money. Vote for the guy that doesn't have the money. We can do it. Geometric progression. All of this works. You see, we are, we are inculcated in our mind that we can't. We can all right, the chapter 7, a book I read lately, How Civil Wars Start, is an eye-opener for us. Actually, um, you sent me a link to a um, podcast that was very informative, and I think that's what it covered, this, How Civil Wars Start. And what I learned from that interview is that we are actually at the level 5 of our democracy We are right at that level that could do it. And the civil war isn't going to look like, oh, people picking up arms and shooting each other throughout the country. It's going to be one of those guerrilla kind of things where somebody takes up a courthouse or somebody does something in Timbuktu or that kind of a thing is what we understand it to be, not what you think it's going to be. All right, Tom C says, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to sign a law against CRT because an individual should not be made to feel discomfort, guilt, anguish or any other form of psychological distress on account of his or her race. As account of your humanity, you should feel nothing about or guilt. As account of your race uh, or the color of your skin and any benefits you should get from the color of your skin, the one thing you should do is acknowledge it and say that you will work towards ensuring that you don't get unfair any unfair advantages over somebody else. That's not about feeling guilty. that's about empowering yourself to solve a problem created by your forefathers. That's commendable. But you know so I mean let, let, let's let's you know you have to frame the questions right. And I know Tom C, I know you very well, so I know that's exactly your thought. Sally Kay, welcome to Politics done right. Yes, corruption is legal in America in the form of money in politics. That's why we worked and moved to amend, to try to amend the Constitution, the 28th Amendment, to solve that. Rose William is 100% outstanding idea from E2247. Bruce Pollard says, or invades the U.S. Capitol. Exactly, that's right. Actually, Bruce, that's correct. Uh, Michael says, as, as a white man, CRT doesn't make me feel guilty. CRT makes me want to change things, so systemic racism isn't so pervasive and damaging to minorities. Michael Rudnan, I want to first of all want to commend you on that statement. I want to commend you on that statement. And you, you, and you are doing, from what I see in your writings, from what I've seen in your research, etc. You are doing what's necessary to make a better place. What you need to do as a white guy, well it's for the white guys that don't want to listen to an Egberto or whatever make it that your form of thinking is duplicated because that is a power that someone like you would have Rose Williams says history is history not about how people feel about it exactamente replying to Taola Wilson so there are no impediments to voting when 18 taxes are always filed from the previous year. True, true, true. Uh, yeah, and notice what we're saying is that everybody just has to file this form. We call it a tax form. It's either a tax form or just a registration form. And that's why I said I love the idea, but I can imagine what the Republicans are going to do with it. But look, we're at our last minute, brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters. One last time, I'm going to give you just one more link. Please support, two links. Please support us. Find all the forms in which you can support us at politicsandright.com support. PoliticsDunright.com slash support and please go ahead and consider getting our books I ask you so kindly getting our books I guarantee you learn quite a bit from our books but not only that you help support the mission thank you so kindly my name is Egberto Willie this is politics done right and you guys know how I end this baby I am what out